This is Ringside Radio, your ringside ticket to some of the finest wrestling talk around. And now, here are your hosts, Grim Chorizo, Katrina Cena, and Sloppy Joe! Hey everybody, welcome to Ringside Radio, the best wrestling podcast in the world! Well, better than Chris Jericho's yes. podcast. Better than Colt Cabana. Oh yeah. If only we could get a few more people to listen to it. <laughs> We're talking to you. Okay, so I'm Grim Chorizo, joined with Sloppy Joe and Katrina Cena, and we are here to talk about wrestling. And it is October, so we're calling this our, or I'm calling it, the Halloween edition, even though there's only so much you can talk about that's related to Halloween and wrestling, you know? So yeah, also, last weekend, we went to a, what I would say is a wrestling fan bucket list kind of thing, something you want to do, go to the Squared Circle restaurant. And we did it. What'd you guys think about it? Um, I thought it was really good. Food was good. And what Gave did you, you get? A, a lot of food. What did I, you order? I got like a Kentucky bourbon pork pork sandwich, and it was good, except for it had mashed potatoes on it, which was very interesting. Hmm. It wasn't bad, but I don't know if I would get it again. But the food was good, though, so. The Kentucky bourbon pulled pork with mashed potatoes on it. I don't think I've ever heard of a sandwich with... I mean, I was sitting right there when you mm-hmm. got it, so that was the first time I heard of it, yeah. but... Mashed potatoes on a sandwich. It was good. Interesting. But I think mashed potatoes would have been better on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Katrina, what do you think about the squared circle? I will say I was surprised by the size of it. Mm-hmm. It's It was kind of just like a storefront type of thing, yeah. like attached to a bunch of other buildings. And so I was surprised by how, I guess, kind of small it was. But it was a really, a really unique atmosphere. Uh, there was, like, wrestling memorabilia on the mm-hmm. wall and autographs um, of people, wrestlers who have been there, including Paige, <laughs> among others. <laughs> yeah, mainly Paige. <laughs> Grim was kind of excited about that. Yeah. Um, yeah and, yeah, much... I, I thought the food was, like, spectacular. Mm. So it was more than, like, any... What I ordered was more than any, like, two people needed. So <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was really good. Yeah, I... I was surprised also by the size because, I don't know, I, I just figured it'd be bigger. But I'm not mm. complaining because it was actually pretty nice. While we were there, there was practically nobody there, mm. which was nice because we could just kind of sit wherever. They had the WWE Network on, of course. For just first, $9.99. Yeah, first person we see as we walk in, I remember Chris Benoit and Randy Orton on the screen. I was like, oh. Chris Benoit. So. <laughs> and of course, during the course of our dinner, we got to see the boogeyman <laughs> yeah, eat, the, yeah. eat the growth off of Jillian's face. Yeah, that just made the And the guys sitting better. at the bar were just laughing obnoxiously. Yeah, it's pretty oh, hilarious you gotta watch us. Everybody talking. watch us. It's like, yeah. We've they, seen... they, they may have had a few adult beverages before yeah. we had got in there. So. The f- it was five o'clock somewhere. The food yeah. I got had, <laughs> I think it was. After five. Out of all the sandwiches I've gotten places, that may have had. The most amount of bacon on yeah. it at once. I think it was more it bacon was, than burger. <laughs> it was insanely bacon-tastic. So much bacon, but... Much bacon. And it had JR's barbecue sauce on it, which is something I've always wanted to try. So that was really good. And it was exceptional, I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Tasted... It was like a slobber knocker. It, uh... 
was... It was like a slobber knocker to your face. <laughs> That's all I got. I, but it was really good. Glad we... Mm-hmm. I am glad we went. The part I liked about it was just kind of like a hole in the wall. Yeah, like it if, was. If you weren't looking for it, you would walk right past it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like like Jerry literally yeah. did. My yeah. brother Jerry literally yeah. did walk he right past did. it. He's like, wait. No. He's like, like well, th- it's got to be somewhere. And I'm like, dude. The three of us are stopped in front of the door, it. and he's just walking. I'm yeah. like, hmm, should we tell him or should we just wait for him to figure out that we stopped? Yeah. So yes, apparently you can walk right yeah. past it and not know it's there. Yeah. So basically, if you've never heard the Square Circle restaurant owned by former WWE women's wrestler Victoria TNA Knockout. Tara, and she wasn't there that we know of. But uh, <laughs> if she was, she was doing a great job yeah. hiding. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was really good. Definitely suggest it if you're a wrestling fan. And glad we got to experience Even if you're that. Not a wrestling Thanks fan, to you Katrina. Still go check it out because it's good. Yeah, that's true. Do you want some good food yeah. with some cool names like Follow the Buzzards? Yep. And uh, I don't remember. They, they the had like a JR's burgers. The Follow the Buzzards actually had alligator sausage on mm-hmm. it. I'm not exactly sure what that was. I was actually <laughs> tempted to get that. Yeah. I wanted to just because of the name, but then if yeah. I didn't like it, it's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Fifteen this was bucks. The fifteen bucks. Yeah. Congratulations, Daniel, on a hard fart victory. It's about Halloween now, and I remember last year we actually. It's worth noting that we've been doing this podcast for a year now. We started it last October, and I remember on one of our newer episodes, it was around Halloween, we talked about some of the creepier, spookier characters and gimmicks in WWE. So, Schloppy, when you think scary characters in the WWE or pro wrestling, who comes to mind? I mean, I think the obvious one's probably the Boogeyman, but besides him... I remember watching when I was younger, seeing Umaga on the screen and thinking he was pretty scary. I don't know if he was necessarily supposed to be like a scary, gimmicky guy, I but he's probably supposed to scare you. Yeah, but uh, he legitimately scared me. I go back and watch now, like now as the thing is made, he was a great wrestler, but yeah, he was pretty scary. Uh, obviously, the boogeyman, like Sloppy, kind of referenced. I'm the boogeyman. Uh, but that was something that didn't scare me personally, but I think it would have if I was a kid when that mm-hmm. was going on. Because uh, he was just creepy and weird and who eats worms. Eight, I'm just not sure. Eight things off people's about that. faces. And yes, <laughs> things off people's faces too. But um, one that, again, that never really personally scared me, it maybe would have if I was younger, but uh, Kane. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, obviously Kane's supposed to be scary. And he... I guess, I mean, he debuted when I was, like, 10, so I guess I was fairly young, And but I just remember when he was, they were doing the storyline that he'd been, like, badly burned in a fire, so he wrestled in, like, a full body suit, mm-hmm. and he would, like, use this thing and hold up to his neck to talk, <laughs> and that was just weird, and you couldn't help but kind of feel a little uneasy, mm-hmm. if nothing else, and then when mm-hmm. he unmasked, you know, it was just scary, even though it didn't. Mm. You know, even though you know it's all storyline, it was yeah. it was kind of scary. But one that actually did scare me as a kid was Papa Shango. Mm. Um, because I, it's just just weird, like the the witchcraft the stuff, stuff, the voodoo whatnot. stuff was just really strange, and he looked scary. And yeah, I was I was pretty scared of him. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was trying to just rack my brain and think of. Ones that either were supposed to be scary or ones that actually came across as scary. 
I think one of the ones that has stood the test of time, obviously. He might not be as much scary now, but he, he was meant to be a scary character, was The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's one of those characters who you can talk about him so much, but he's he's had the same gimmick, per se, but it's been tweaked so many times. I mean, he basically started out as, you know, like a zombie, kind mm -hmm. of. And that's why they call him the dead man. I assume, I mean, when they show those camera shots of the old, and you were probably rest, or watching at the time when Undertaker, you know, was actually new. And when they show the camera shots of kids, they they're actually legitimately look frightened of well, the Undertaker. And if, if I can interrupt, because I was mm -hmm. a kid at the time, yeah. I always thought the Undertaker was just, I, I always thought there was like, I don't know. I I wasn't scared because to me there was just like this mystique, almost yeah. like a reverence. Uh, but the th the thing that creeped me out was way back in the day with the urn and Paul Bearer and all that. They would show what they called creatures of the night, and there were people in the crowd that looked like corpses. Huh. They were like made up, like tons of makeup, and they would just stare and they didn't move. And it was really, really weird. And I just remember being so uneasy about that. Now, The Undertaker never scared me. I thought he was, like, just this incredible presence. Mm -hmm. But the, the as they called them, the creatures of the night just freaked me out. Because they just looked like dead people just mm -hmm. sitting in the seat. Like, they'd be in the front row. And I know, you know, you know there were plans. But it was just very, ugh. It was weird. Huh, I actually don't think I've ever heard oh of Oh my gosh, so I'll have to like dig up some footage. with Paul Bearer, were they associated with The Undertaker? When The Undertaker came out, they would show them, hmm. okay. and they would reference them as the creatures of the night. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. I don't think I've ever, ever actually seen that before. I'll have to see if, hey mom, I know you're listening. Do you remember <laughs> this? We gotta talk about this. Some other guys that haven't been mentioned yet that, I, that came to mind for me, a very recent one, is Wyatt Family. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, there's nothing like them is now in a world where basically the main characters are just kind of people mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. you have to have those kind of throwback guys and these guys i mean they're pretty creepy they really are especially mm -hmm. with the videos they've been showing recently i think that's some of the scariest stuff that they've yeah. shown because it looks like they're splitting or something but the videos they've been showing especially with like the pregnant belly that says it's coming and like mm. sin and stuff like that's that's legitimately creepy yeah mm -hmm. uh doink the clown could be <laughs> scary to some i mean there's people out there who like clowns i mean really he could i think that he was did he start off as like a good clown or a bad clown i i don't remember i don't either way don't if he started off as a bad clown it's obvious they were going for Everybody hates clowns. Well, not everybody, but people hate clowns. We can get mm -hmm. a cheap... Because there are some people who are deathly yeah. afraid of clowns. Yeah. So it's not a bad... I, that'd probably but be he, one of the he's definitely like a bozo-looking, like a mm -hmm. cheesy-looking Yeah, he's clown. not like... Not, yeah. like a, not like a joker or... Yeah, he does uh, look like a cheesy like the, there's an there's an indie guy in the Chicago area that wrestles as Yabo the mm. clown. And he's man, scary. He does such a good job because he is scary. Yeah. I'm I'm not afraid of clowns. I'm a little creeped out by him. But when I see him, I just it's like nope. <laughs> I have a picture uh, I got of him at the show we went to last mm -hmm. Friday, and it is downright terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it he's just like, standing there, but he's well, looking at the camera, and he he's just terrifying. The, the thing I find creepy about the picture is he's standing next to uh, oh, I don't remember Joey the Marks. Yeah, and he's such a tiny guy. It looks yeah. like he's like carrying him to oh. the back to go do things to him. <laughs> <Yeah. like that. laughs> 
another one that, well, I guess it's a few, uh, Gangrel and the Brood, mm-hmm. I would say that they have a creepy kind of vibe about them. Nowadays, vampires are like, you know, like, like a more thing. like a cool kind of thing, mm-hmm. but uh, they still have one of, one of the coolest entrances Entrance. yeah. ever, and I mean, a dude who like drinks blood and would do blood baths and stuff. That's just, I mean, that's that's Halloween tastic. That's mm-hmm. like one of the most Halloween things when I think of WWE mm-hmm. is, is Gangrel. Well, and yeah, and when you like say like say that thing about like the vampires, or whatever, it brings another one to mind. Uh, Kevin Thorne. Yeah. Oh geez. Yeah, I really liked. Kevin My mom Thorne. just screamed listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Thorne was cool. I yeah, think. he was. Yeah. Like I mean, I think we all. Like him. Yeah, but... well, that, that brings me to another name, same person, but before that, he played Mordecai, mm-hmm. which... Was really weird. I thought, I thought it was, like, cool, but it didn't last mm-hmm. any, like, it didn't get much of anything. Like, that's one of those names that most people would probably be like, wait, who? Almost like the Kazarni type of thing. Yeah, really, yeah. like Kazarni, because... Well, and a lot of... A lot of wrestling fans that I've just randomly talked to and we've gotten into conversations have been under the false delusion that Matt Capitelli played him. Kazarni? Yeah, no, not Kazarni. Yeah. Oh, Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah. Hmm. Like more Wasn't than Mordecai more than one person has said that. Big? Yeah. And Matt's not particularly small, but he's pretty average size in com- by comparison. Yeah, huh. So, but yeah, I, more than one fan has said, "Oh, I thought that was huh. I thought that was Matt Capitelli because they were like, "Oh, you like Matt Capitelli? Do you remember Mordecai?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but why are you yeah, asking but, me that?" Why, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another name that comes to mind, it's actually a former gimmick of Kane, the dentist. <laughs> like I don't Isaac know. Yankum or yeah, I don't know if from Decatur, to, Illinois. Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed that's to come off weird. as scary, it but was funny. No one likes the dentist. No one's like, oh yeah, I'm so he had sorry. the best entrance theme ever. Yeah, <laughs> it was just well, yeah, that's one of those things where they're, they're probably like, oh, we need another character. People hate the dentist. That's yeah. you. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yep, you're a dentist. But that was back in the day when there was a clown and a dentist and a, a trash man. There were occupational and... wrestlers. Yeah. Police officer. Yeah. Yeah. The last two I had were Jake the Snake Roberts because... Dude, his promos. His, yeah, he's just like... Well, mm. and, wow. And the fact that he comes out with a snake. Yeah. How many people uh, are afraid? I can definitely the snake because I oh, love yeah. snakes, mm. but a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. But his promos got, you know, that yeah. was that was the thing. It for was me. just like, just like wow. frightening. Yeah, the mm-hmm. things he would say, and then mankind. And he would, his delivery, because he would just yeah, just talk like this and never raise his voice, and it's people like that you just sometimes wonder what they're up yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just such a one of the best uh, talkers, and he looks exactly like our friend's dad. Like, yeah, he does. <laughs> he exactly. does. Exactly. Legitimately. I swear the same person somehow. Mm-hmm. And then Mankind was yep. the last one I yeah, had. As definitely. the Mankind character. Mm-hmm. Very disturbing and disturbed individual. Like, and he would literally rip and, chunks of his ooh, hair out yeah. on national TV. Mm-hmm. He would have... Mick Foley would have this huge... Spoiler alert, Mick Foley and Mankind are the same <laughs> <What>? person. <laughs> no <laughs> But way. he would just have these huge bald patches because he would sit there and, and rock in the corner and rip mm-hmm. his hair out. Legitimately. Oh. It's just well, I remember creepy watching him as a kid, 
Uh, and for some reason, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought the mask was, like, permanently stuck to his face. Oh. Like, I didn't think he could take the mask <laughs> off. Okay, well, speaking of, like, weird masks, this is another one that I was thinking earlier, and mm-hmm. I was waiting for a segue, so this works. Vader. Mm-hmm. Like, for some reason, I just... I was more, like, scared of him than I was of Kane. Yeah. And when he came out, when he came out with this, it was like this big, like, helmet shoulder pad thing. It was like a mastodon. I thought that was just really, Mm -hmm. that made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. I was pretty young then. But uh, that's another one that Mm -hmm. I remember seeing him come out in that thing and just be like, ugh. You're here. I'm here. Let's do this. So, Halloween is very soon. And what I want to know is, if you were going to, and you could pick any WWE superstar, any time, to dress up as for Halloween, who would it be? It's not a matter of, oh, that would be really hard to make or get the stuff for. You just get to choose. I I, I think the first one for me that comes to mind is uh, Ultimate Warrior. Dude. Get the tassels and the face paint. Well, I'm not hanging out when you're doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm just kidding. But, but yeah, that would be cool. Would you run around and oh, yeah. shake everything? Yeah, why, why would you not? The face I mean, paint would be easily the best mm-hmm. part. I would, yeah. yeah yes. You can just get, like, the streamers. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. So, we know what you're doing and huh? about what? I'm bad at math. Uh, about half a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> well, we mentioned him earlier, but I think it would be really, really cool to be the boogeyman minus mm-hmm. the worm eating. No, no. Oh, gummy get, worms get would gummy work. Worms. That would be awesome, actually. Actually, um, that's funny you mentioned that because my first or second year working at the school, one of uh, one of my after-school program students was the boogeyman, and he had gummy worms. <laughs> well, they were the boogeyman. Awesome. They were the midget boogeyman. It was cool. I mean, that's really cool. He actually. was probably yeah. second grade. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mine would definitely be Shawn Michaels. Because, mm. like, all the the elaborate stuff he used to wear would just be amazing to actually mm. get my hands on one of those outfits. Yeah. And uh, just all the shininess. And mm-hmm. uh, he's my childhood hero, so that would just be the yeah. coolest thing ever. I actually, a few years ago, a friend of mine on Facebook, he had posted a picture. They were into some... Him and a buddy went to some like Halloween party and they dressed up as Sean and Triple H from DX. Oh, yeah. And they the picture that they had was them doing like the DX pose. Oh yeah. Well they, yeah, if it, you're if you're DX Sean Michaels, that would be yeah. easy. You just get a yeah. DX well, yeah. and you're good to go. But, but I yeah, mean like they the, had, like, the full yeah. ring gear that he would school, used to come yeah. out mm-hmm. with. With all the Those mirrors and the metal and, and the glasses mm-hmm. and the hat and the the earrings that would like be like two feet yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Like that would just be the coolest. Zip line in to Wherever sure. you're gonna be, yeah. that'd be fun. The only problem with do with uh, wrestling costumes is, let's say you were like somebody who, you know, like Ultimate Warrior, mm. who is for the most part <laughs> yeah. is exposed. <laughs> yeah. Not even just because that, but if you're if you're outside for anything, it's gonna be freezing. Oh my yeah. gosh, I have a story. Okay. This is so worth it. All right. This is so <laughs> worth it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> February of 2012. I went to Elimination Chamber with some friends, like, last-minute decision. I was meeting Seamus the day before, and they were like, hey, we're going to Chamber tomorrow. You want to come? And I'm like, 
Sure, because when am I going to say no to a wrestling show? Yeah. I was already up there, so I was just going to hitch a ride with some buddies. So we get up there, and, okay, it's February, and it's in Milwaukee. So <laughs> I'm in layers, and I'm freezing my <clears throat> brains off. Not that I have very many brains to freeze off. But there's this dude, and he's being serious. He's running around in trunks as the macho man. <laughs> he's got, like, the cape on oh, wow. and the, the sunglasses, and he's in these little trunks and boots. No coat, no oh pants, no and he, he is the running. freaking macho man. And apparently that wasn't enough because he took a Red Bull... He opened it and poured it all over himself. What? And it is it is well below freezing. Oh, and I'm wow. just, like, looking at my phone, getting ready to call 911 when the site <laughs> collapses. Because I'm like, you're going to die of hypothermia. Do you realize that? It was wow. just weird. But it was it's one of those things that you just don't forget. Mm. Yeah, that's that would be I mean, pretty bizarre. I mean, April, maybe, when it's at least reasonably warm. Mm-hmm. February in Milwaukee. I'm in, like, a T-shirt, two sweatshirts, and a winter coat. And a hat and two hoods. And this guy's running around, in, essentially in his underwear, pouring Red Bull on himself <laughs> and twirling like the macho man. <laughs> so what were some things in wrestling that, that actually scared you? Whether it was a character like we've talked about before, a certain moment, whether it was meant to scare you or not, a spot in a match, an injury, anything like that. I mean, I could start off if you want. You mentioned, this is one thing as, when I was younger probably 13 maybe i know that's not that young but that was when i was getting really really into wrestling there was one you mentioned umaga i legitimately thought that the samoan spike was one of the most (laughs) deadly vicious scary moves ever like seriously Hmm. just a thumb to the neck or whatever like that seriously it scared me like, I, I do remember having conversations with you about how you thought, thought it was the most devastating move I ever. I thought it was legitimately scary. When he would use that on people and the way they would sell it, and that was it. You didn't kick out of that. Samoan Spike. And the way that... I, I can still hear JR on commentary. Samoan Spike, my God! He's out! <laughs> He's, and then when... There was one. I just watched Umaga it was versus Kamala, which is kind of weird, but it was on Raw. <laughs> That's right. Really and the way weird. he sold... The Samoan Spike. That's one of the reasons it scared me so much. He was twitching. Oh, like, uh-huh. that It's all in the cell. And it... That well, moved. yeah, because even, even the, the worst... And I'm not saying any... I'm not saying this about Umaga at all. Yeah. But even the worst wrestler in the world can yeah. look fantastic if it's, you're in the mm, ring yeah. against the right person. And that move... Umaga was a great wrestler, that, by the yeah. way. One of the best. I wasn't saying that. It was... That. scared me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember watching my first couple of actual sitting and watching ladder matches. They used to terrify me, completely mm-hmm. terrify me. Seeing seeing a guy's body come in contact with with a ladder, you know, and the terrible sound it made. Mm-hmm. And depending on who was in the ring, would you know my my degree of of mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it it would bring a varying degree of like terror because like. When it was Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, I just couldn't even stand it. Mm-hmm. I I just remember just like shaking violently. I was mm-hmm. like terrified. Like why are they doing? This? I really like these guys, and somebody's gonna die. That is still and, to this day one of my favorite ladder matches, though. Yeah, That's even watching great. The Rock versus Triple H, which I've mm-hmm. never been a fan of The Rock, but I've always been a fan of Triple H, mm-hmm. and just seeing their ladder match, I yeah. remember being almost equally terrified watching that 
as I was. So, like, it took me a while before I could get used to ladder mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. And pretty much anything Jeff Hardy did was just completely terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping off random stuff. Excessive blood I, I didn't like mm. too much. Um, like Cena and JBL's I Quit match. Oh, gosh, I just yeah. remember Cena just bleeding like a stuck pig and me like, I as as like, I was 18. I mean, so technically I was an adult and mm-hmm. I'm just like crying because it was just, <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of blood. A lot. And it was, yeah, it was a lot of blood. So yeah, things like that, mm. I guess I'm not real big on. Yeah, something, like, when you said, like, jumping off crazy things, uh, one thing that I remember watching as a kid that really, like, scared me was uh, Shane McMahon when he jumped off the... Uh, oh, jeez. The set or whatever it Which was. Which time? Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much any time, because you see that, you're like, no, there's that's not possible for yeah. someone to do that. Now I know how they do it, but... And for someone Back then, you're just, when you're a little kid, you're like, oh, no, he, the, like you don't comprehend how they can land and not get hurt. Yeah. You're okay. Like, Do you guys remember whenever the Dudley boys, like Bubba Ray, took Mae Young and just powered oh, her yes. off the stage through the table? I don't remember seeing it, but I'm I remember like, watching yeah, it. What yeah. the hell just happened? She's freaking <laughs> yeah, 80 years that's... old. I was just like, what? I, I was probably 12 or 13 then, yeah. and mm-hmm. I just, to me, like, that was over a line. I yeah. still think that was over a line. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not saying idea, the Dudley though. boys, but like, who does that? Who it's says, okay, idea. we're going to take an 80 year old woman? We're going to powerbomb her. We're not like, just going to powerbomb really? her. We're going to powerbomb her off the stage. And it's how not just going to be off the stage. It's going to be off the okay? stage to a table. Yeah. Okay. Her idea, There's also this thing the thing that scared Jim Ross the most. <laughs> Frankie, this is for you. <laughs> when. Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie were in the dumpster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's people in there! <laughs> the way Jet was pushed off the stage. And Jim Rose just had a fit. Good gosh almighty, there's people in there. <laughs> Thanks, GR, we got that. <laughs> we got that. What was, uh, who was it that did that? Oh my god, like. Joey Styles. Yeah, well, I don't remember. Everything? Yeah. Everything. But you're probably thinking well, it was of a the Edge and McFoley yeah. thing with the table mm. on fire. Oh, Lord, that was that. Terrifying. That was one thing. Even going back and watching the clip now, it terrifies me. Just yeah. watching Edge walk backstage, just shaking yeah, like he can't, like he can hardly walk backstage. I think his, uh, in that match, just the entire match, I think his pain tolerance was definitely pushed to the limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The things they did. That, that's by far one of my favorite matches, but it's it's hard to watch. Yeah. It is kind of... It wasn't fun to be there, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, seeing him go to the back shaking mm-hmm. with, like, the thumbtacks still in his yeah, back. Yeah, and, and he could barely walk. Yeah. Okay, yeah, while we're like on the topic of thumbtacks, one thing that's that made me cry harder than anything ever watching wrestling was in 2004. So again, I'm like 17 years old at this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at Backlash 2004, uh, Orton and Foley. Mm-hmm. And Orton just got like annihilated oh. on the thumbtacks. And I was I was horrified. I, I was, it completely terrorized mm-hmm. me. And my dad is sitting there looking at the TV and looking at me and laughing. <laughs> and calling Randy Orton Spike or something like that. <laughs> like he, he thought it was hilarious. I clearly did mm. not so he's sitting there stirring the pot because i'm his teenage daughter is just completely my emotions are wrecked yeah. another thing that scared me we mentioned the great Kali, uh when he was a fairly new 
guy, I remember legitimately being like, oh my god, when he was squeezing Rey Mysterio's mm-hmm. head. Oh god, yeah. Like, I was uh-huh. like, I dude, that. that's like, like, stop. That's hey, I think we like, may have been watching it together and we were both like, oh my god, like, he's going to kill me. I'm not afraid to admit I was a yeah. little mark when I was watching. I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. believed it, that I, you know, and it was scary to me. Umaga, his Samoan Spike, mm-hmm. scared me. I don't the think that's Kali's, being a mark. I think, I mean, you're supposed to buy into yeah. what they're doing. The Great Kali smashing Ray's head and blood just coming from his, like, mouth mm. and stuff. I mean, that scared me. Yeah, it looked like he was, like, trying to pop his head, like, is it or Exactly. Something. I was like, dude, he's going to yeah. smash his head. That's probably one of, out well, of he did all the great Kali, people. Yeah, he did, but with Ray, it was just, Yeah, like, the worst one was with Ray. And plus, like, the mask was, like, sliding yeah, up, that, so it made it look worse. Yeah, that's just one that... Uh, when I was thinking of things, I was like, what scared me? I was like, you know, that actually kind of did. Mm-hmm. And then another one that turned out to be a whole big, uh, it was all set up anyways. And y- it, you guys may have known right away, like, oh, that's totally fake. But it scared me while watching live when Jeff Hardy's pyro accident mm-hmm. happened. Oh, yeah. I thought it legitimately yeah, like, it... was happening. And that was more recent-ish, like 2008 or nine. But just the way that they made it seem so real scared me because they, the way they he sold capitalized it. big time on crowd mm-hmm. shots during yeah, that too. Yeah, that's wh- and that sold it better than not taking away from Jeff because Jeff mm-hmm. did a great job yeah. but I think the crowd shots sold it better than they anything did. else. Yep. And even I think it was Edge was gonna have him come out for an interview or something and the way Edge was like uh, that, like somebody who mm-hmm. they don't like each other you know right? and Edge is like oh my gosh that wasn't supposed to happen and then them coming out and getting him right away mm-hmm. stretcher him and out Stretching him out, I was like, oh my gosh, what just happened? That's That wasn't supposed to happen. And then, of course, it was all story and mm-hmm. stuff, which is good, but that, that scared me. So, something more recent that I think probably scared all of us a little bit was uh, Lawler when he had his heart yep. attack. Had oh, that written gosh, down. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know we, there's times we talk about it because we think he should just retire and he's getting bad, but he's, he's still watching someone that happened on live television as someone. Yeah, that- that was just, scary. Yeah. That was really scary. You guys may have been over here for it. I remember watching it in my living room. I was I at think, my parents' okay. house. I think yeah, that's I one of those things where you it. you do remember. I remember it. my dad was watching it with me, and he's like, "Like, what's going on?" I'm like, "Oh, this that was supposed to happen." Yeah. And I remember just trying to feverishly look anywhere mm, over what the I was internet. Doing too. Like, I need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Raw's on. That's great, but now all I care about is is Jerry Lawler's like health. Well, and just Michael Cole's reaction to it. Oh my gosh. Like, that's what really I give him. I had so much he, respect for him the way he pulled that I together. Because I, mm-hmm. I could, there's no way I could have It done just that. made you want to, like, because that's, cry that's like his watching. friend. Exactly. He, it's oh his, his close friend. Yeah. And he just, yeah, that was the that not was knowing. Because mm-hmm. at that point, he didn't know if they didn't know. Yeah. Well, and then when they said that they had lost him in, like, the ride over or whatever, that's like, mm-hmm. like oh wow. Yeah. Because they said he, like, he died. Yeah. At, like, yeah. but that was, that was probably one most recently. That was, definitely yeah. one of the most scary. Well, because that, that's it was as legit- real as it, it was gets. a legitimate, real thing. And, and the fact that they, it was happening live. Yeah. And it's like, this is not a story. Mm. This well, is, and the fact that, wasn't he like just in a match like right before he that was. too? He was in a match. It was a tag match mm. with, I remember Ziggler was in it, Punk was in it, and somebody else was in it. And Ziggler was doing... The, those elbows yeah. to him, and that's why they always joke about like as a heart stopper when yeah. he does that to people. But yeah, he, mm. he probably that was like during the time when him and Punk were having that little there like, was a, yep. mini feud, and they did the Hell in a Cell or cage match or whatever it yeah. was. And and then it happened. Yeah. It's just 
But you're right, that is one of those things where you'll remember exactly mm. where you were, and the day after, like, just the whole night, the day after, I remember going to mm. school, just all I was doing was on my phone trying to find anything mm-hmm. and update anything, and then when we found out it was, I mean, that turned out, it was like a miracle, you know? Yeah. yeah. It turned out, and he's, and he was back in, like, two or three months, mm-hmm. if that, and he's back on commentary. That's just... Yeah, I mean, and now crazy. now we all joke about it. He jokes about it, but still, yeah, though, but it that, was, it's scary. That was one of the most recent, legitimately scary mm-hmm. things, which I'm glad that got brought up because that was really mm-hmm. scary. That ladder match where Joey Mercury basically got his face oh. ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just instant ridiculous amounts of blood and that yeah. was fairly early in the match too yeah, there was even... a lot yeah. of blood yeah it, it was very wow and then some things that I was not watching to witness but I think even going back as a fan and watching them they're still claimed and said to be some of the scariest things like the Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell I mm-hmm. mean yes. how many times did they reshow that throwing him off the cell. My God, he's, they killed, or he's killed he's, him. He's, he's broken gotta be the, broken Yeah, that's like... And going through the cage. And then through the cage. Well, but I think, I think they've said that that's, I mean, that's a fatal fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a fall that could kill yeah. you mm-hmm. from and that high up. So my question is, why on earth would you even do that in the first place? Yeah. Why would that even be a spot? But then they did it again and again, mm-hmm. throwing people through the cell, yeah. and uh, I just Yeah, don't. that is... I mean, obviously, shock, watching shock it. value is is one thing, mm. but putting someone's life at yeah. risk or and that match is the risk, example just... of it. Just everything about it is like, oh God, why are they doing that? At the Royal Rumble nineteen ninety nine, it was The Rock versus Mick Foley, and there was a the part where Foley takes like over fifteen unprotected chair shots to the head. Mm. A lot of people say that is was one of the most scary things for them to watch. And I think Foley's kids were, like, right in the... Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know what what of what part of that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure why he kids Mick Foley is, like, one of the best dads ever, but I would I really question his dad judgment on yeah. that. I, it'll be all right. Psh, ow, psh, no, no. <laughs> <Too> <laughs> I mean, that is, no, yeah. just no. Too much. Way too much. Actually, a year later, the Royal Rumble 2000, I believe... Uh, Foley and Triple H had a match, and I remember they were all over the building, and Triple H got like backdropped onto a one of those wooden pallets, mm. and it broke and punched a hole in the side of his calf. Oh. And you just see the blood running down, and I was just like, Gah. Pretty much anything with Foley is scary because you know <laughs> he's gonna do something stupid. Yeah. Right. Well, and that obviously wasn't meant to happen, but yeah. the pallet just kind of broke and. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure the pilot was meant to break. That could have been really bad. Yeah. But yeah. That was that was bad. Brian Pillman pulling the gun on Stone Cold. Oh, oh. That was crazy. Yeah. That was just crazy. Because that's like not something that Again, too see. too real. Yeah. Very real. And then with Undertaker when he was started doing the ministry stuff, mm-hmm. like at WrestleMania 15, he like hung the big boss man after the Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. or whatever. And we were watching. Oh yeah, dude. That was probably and we were that was, yeah, I saw that live. I was I was very scared. Yeah, but I can imagine well, that being. And we were watching on the network the other day when he like 
Hunk Stephanie or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I, he was trying. To look uh, sad. That's mm-hmm. I watched that live too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. too much. So yeah, some something. They did were some pretty dark, dark yeah, things. Did. But that, that was era. that was the times. That yeah. was the era. So yeah, I get it. Um, there's this other one. This is kind of obscure, but I remember being terrified by it. Uh, there was like this thing. Okay, I'm gonna be really bad at describing this. So it's me at Pizza Hut. There's yeah. It's not help called you. a box. I though. can't help you there. Okay, Stone Cold and Triple H were feuding, and there was this. It was on Raw, I think, and basically, like Stone Cold, like let a snake into Triple H's dressing room or something like that, and you see it strike. Now, if you watch closely, you can see a very subtle reflection of the snake, like there's glass between Triple H and the snake. But it was subtle. Mm-hmm. And so you see, and triple in the face. Mm-hmm. And Triple H just sells it like huh. freaking gold. And then they like had his face all wrapped up and you can see there's blood and all that yeah. stuff. Which really a snake bite. I don't I mean, a puncture wound probably would bleed pretty badly. It would so, bleed, but it wouldn't like be but gushing. Run his face. And then the next week he shows up with this horrible like horribly elaborate makeup like on his face Hmm. of like a snake bite might not have even been the next week but then it turns out he just i swear this happened guys this is weird but i swear he just like peeled it off and it was like not real (laughs) for real like it was all like he was all like ah i don't know it was just like him being a jerk like fool he fooled everybody and he wasn't bitten by the snake or whatever that's weird i don't know i just i legitimately remember that though And I remember being really scared about that. That is really obscure. <laughs> it is. Like, I'll have to, like, look it up or something. Yeah. Because it really did happen. But I just... It was scary to me at the time. But, yeah, the uh, macho man getting bitten by the snake uh, when he's tangled in the ropes. And the the kids and the women crying mm-hmm. in the audience and stuff. Yeah, that, that really, that's pretty That really up. did look really scary. Yeah. Well, and didn't they say that wasn't supposed to happen? It had to have been supposed to happen. Well, I, I, mean, I feel like I read somewhere that they said it wasn't like... Pretty sure Jake the Snake wouldn't just do that. Well, I know. But. Cameron Naomi. Shucky, ducky. Check this out right here. Quack, quack. What is wrong with you? So we're going to play a little game. Bring a new segment to Ringside Radio called Push Berry Fire. We're going to say three people and the others have to choose one to push one to bury and one to fire it can be pretty difficult but it's kind of fun well i guess i'll start with one we'll uh start with some nxt guys we'll go adrian neville heather breeze and Sami Zayn. are you serious you would do that (laughs) i don't want to play this You want to jump on this one, Grim? Because I certainly okay. don't. Okay. I will... Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying... I love all three of these guys. <laughs> but I'm going to play the game. And if any of you three are listening out there, it's nothing personal. <laughs> I just have to do what I have to do here. If any of those three are listening out there, we're pretty cool. So, okay. Alright. Fire Adrian Neville. Now that... That sucks. <laughs> then I'm going to uh, push Sami Zayn. And sorry, Tyler. Well, actually, I mean, you still have a job. But <laughs> I'm going to bury Tyler Breeze because people similar to him 
you could say, as far as gimmick-wise, have... I think he can bounce back from it. I'll just say that. And Sammy really... Sammy... I can't do anything with him but push him. Mm-hmm. And then Neville, kind of the same thing, but I think he... He could still do some pretty awesome stuff anywhere, you know? Yeah, on the Indies. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Neville. <laughs> of course, before before I fire him, he... Uh, he wins the world title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> uh, Katrina, oh, what do you say? Um, geez. Push Sammy because, because Sammy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> no, no explanation needed. <laughs> because Sammy Zane. Um, Barry Neville. He'll come back from it. He'll be fine. Because he's the man. And fire Tyler Breeze so I can see him at um, <laughs> indie shows and we can take some selfies. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, for yeah me, we gotta hear you. Come on, mastermind. This better be good. I think I would push Tyler. Ooh. Okay. Fan of the gorgeous one. Bury Sammy just because... I almost buried Sammy because he's such a good underdog. He's such yeah. a good underdog, and the fans love him so much that it's gonna be like the whole Daniel Bryan thing. They're gonna, True. they're gonna make him to the top because yeah. he's so awesome. And fire Neville. What's up with you guys, fire Neville? Come on. It's nothing against him. It's just the thing I like the other two against. a little I have better. To <laughs> we just want him to get fired. This is a different. Nobody's no, I'm kidding. Nobody nobody's, did fire Sam. Nobody's no. getting fired. Well, so Sammy's safe. I so. did. I'm. I'm with Swappy though. I did almost bury him because he plays such a good underdog. Yeah. So here's mine. Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. Gonna push Dean. Because I think... uh, I'm gonna push Seth. Because out of all of them, I think he will need it the most, even though he doesn't really bury Dean and fire Bryan. Because Bryan's held the world and the WWE title, and he's had a pretty good run, so... Yeah. You would have a whole arena going, no, no, to you right now, just I, so you know. I understand that, and I would be doing that myself if that would ever happen, but, yeah, he, he's he's older than the others, and he's and he's had a, he's had a pretty good run with the WWE, so that that's what I'm going to do. I guess bury Brian, because it's not like he hasn't been buried before, <laughs> or at least attempted to. He's already been fired, too, so <laughs> there's nothing he hasn't been yeah. through in all this. Uh, Barry Bryan, push Rollins, fire Ambrose. Ooh. Then you won't be able to see Dean's face. I don't know why you're ooing, because <laughs> you just fired Bryan. I know. So, I mean, <laughs> just saying. Yes, I would, because he would take any bookings. True. Then I could marry him. <laughs> okay, that's a long shot. <laughs> I would actually do the same as Sloppy because, like he said, Brian has done more. He's older. He's already sustained more injuries than the others. And I think he could still be considered a legend and Hall of Famer with what he's already accomplished, where Rollins... I would push because, as he said, I think Ambrose 
could already with fan support could find himself in any fine situation mm -hmm. and Rollins I mean the same could be said about Rollins but I think he's kind of he's Triple H's boy you know mm -hmm. and people and behind Dean Moore especially if he's if he's working as a heel I mean gotta push him so I actually agree with you Sloppy um Wade Barrett okay. Dolph Ziggler Okay. Cesaro. Oof. Shit. <laughs> Man. I was gonna say Rollins, Reigns, Ambrose, but uh, that's too similar to one we just did. Hmm. I'm going to push Cesaro with a brand new theme song, a <laughs> yes! brand new yes! entrance attire. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, well, I'll just say this. I'm afraid I got some bad news for you, Barrett. You're gonna get buried, and uh, I got even more bad news for you, Zell Dolph Ziggler. You're gonna get fired. Kind of goes back to that, um, like what you've already done kind of mm -hmm. thing. Ziggler has, although not been the greatest reigns or anything, he's been here for a long time since at least 2006. It's actually crazy to think squad. how long he's yeah, been Yeah, he's here. really been here a long time. He's held the world title. He's held multiple titles. I definitely want him around, but Barrett and Cesaro, I still think, are not even close to what they are mm -hmm. going to achieve. Pushing Cesaro because, I mean, I love Barrett, but Cesaro right now is not in the greatest situation. I mean, right now he's actually kind of okay. He's in the Intercontinental title scene, but he, he, deserves, he deserves that push. Yeah. And Barrett... I mean, it, the only reason I'm burying him is because I had to pick one to push and pick <laughs> Cesaro. Mm. And he could still get bad news and do stuff while well, not doing much. Remember when that's what got him over? Exactly. So, so he mean, could be doing that, and then he'll eventually get his push. So that's what I say. All right. So for me, I also have some bad news for Dolph. <laughs> I have to fire him. And I'm going to push Barrett. Because Barrett's awesome, and he definitely deserves, like, a world title. You don't want to get a ball hammer, I guess. Fair enough. And I'm going to bury Cesaro, because, let's face it, he's there anyways. <laughs> let's just be honest. <laughs> so uh, there, there's really no going any farther than where he was a couple months ago. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Barrett's fired. Ooh. <laughs> um... And I would push Cesaro, and I would bury Ziggler. Mm -hmm. Well, Ziggler's been there before, too. He's worked his way <laughs> He's out. He's been so. there more yeah. the most, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Just because I have to pick one for each. Just, yeah. yeah. This game is, like, really <laughs> this game depressing. Is demonic Torture. and torturous. Yeah. I'm not sure why we play it. <laughs> What's a Halloween special? <laughs> it's... It's like the Saw movies. It might be returning. This, this game. <laughs> so... That was Pushberry Fire, and if you're listening to this and you want to torture your friends, or you're on a really long walk and want to, like, have to think really like hard. Like four miles to yeah. Chicago. Four miles to be You can play this game. We might have just experienced that We recently. will maybe bring it back sometime, because I think it's, pretty, it's kind of fun. It's hard, though. And if you have any suggestions for a Pushberry Fire... Ask us and we'll do it. Yeah, ask us and... We'll Please torture yes. us. Yeah. All I have to say is... Our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than 
the Shaq Master! Right. The Shaq Master! <laughs> I told you. Oh, God. It's random superstar time! That was terrifying. <laughs> okay, there's a Halloween special. I don't need to explain it. You know what it is. And the number is... 43. And the superstar that is number 43 is... Jeff Hardy. Take it away, whoever wants to. Jeff Hardy. Well, I mean, Jeff's... He's pretty awesome. He's definitely a, known for being a show stealer and doing jumping off really high places. And, I don't know, he's... I like him a lot. I've always enjoyed watching him as a kid and being in those that uh, triangle ladder matches were always the best watching him in and yeah, just pretty cool guy. I always enjoyed him, so thought he was gonna kill himself and still think he's eventually gonna kill himself doing something crazy, but it's possible. Yeah. He is quite the human highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, very, very charismatic. Just don't give him a microphone. Please <laughs> don't give him. <laughs> Please don't give him a microphone. Yeah, he lets his words <laughs> be so. My gosh, that's how it should be. I'm stopping. I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> but his, his unorthodox style was definitely mm. something special, something that people are wrestling fans I think are always going to remember. And they're drawn to it. And he was a huge part of my adolescence because. The Hardys were my favorites when I was a teenager, until Cena came along. Uh, so, I I wish he'd been a little more committed, because I would have loved to have seen him stick around and kind of ride the wave of his career all the way. But, again, not you know, not something for me to really say too much about, I guess. But I think he's. I also think he's overcome a lot of personal life obstacles, which is definitely something to be respected. So, and he hugged me at a house show once, <laughs> and I screamed a lot. That was cool. Yeah, Jeff's cool guy. Very odd. <laughs> very different. Yes. Yeah. Very de unique. Definitely different. Yeah. He, he should stick to being a wrestler, not a musician. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Jeff, to bring if you're that watching up. this, but <laughs> band's not the greatest. Yeah, Jeff Hardy was always one of my favorites, uh, whether it was in tag team or singles action. I thought that he some he kind of stole the spotlight a little bit more from his brother mm -hmm. because of the flashy things he did, which, I mean, he did them, so, I mean, he... I get, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, you could probably make, I mean, like, like you said, the, the human highlight reel, you could just make a package of crazy spots and they all could be filled with Jeff Hardy, whether mm -hmm. it was a whisper in the wind off the top of a cage, swantons off the raw set, ladders, no matter how tall they were, just everything was about putting his body on the line. Mm -hmm. Always. It's amazing he's still wrestling. And yeah, the fact that he's still wrestling and still doing that stuff is just insane. Mm -hmm. He, any, like, other than just doing those crazy spots, I mean, he puts on really good matches. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a very, sometimes I wonder what 
goes on in his brain because he see he's very creative. It seems like whether it's in the ring or like you said, his music. I'm not a fan of it, but he makes music. Yes. He does the whole face paint thing. He has this other character art sculpture. Yeah, he's, he's just very alter ego. It's like his personality, like what that kind of stuff. It goes into his wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's just, and the when they called the Hardys double team maneuver poetry in motion, I always thought that was very mm -hmm. fitting. But he just one of my favorites. He always will be. Uh, I kind of wish he, like you said, he stuck around because I'd love to see. I mean, I know he's in TNA, but I would have loved to see him work with some of the guys yeah. in WWE now and more recent, but... Imagine working with, like, Rollins or Ambrose. Yeah, there's Jeez. a lot of... But that fi farewell feud he had with CM Punk is still one of my favorites mm -hmm. of his singles career. But he is one of the people, when I think of the Intercontinental title, he's one that I always think of with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a personal thing, but I always think of Jeff Hardy. So, yeah. Jeff he Hardy's won awesome. it for the first time on my 14th birthday. Hmm. I had a complete Oops. cow. <laughs> well, the taping was done on my birthday. Yeah. It was a Tuesday. Was a SmackDown. SmackDown. Mm -hmm. That's yep. pretty awesome. So I consider that because officially he did win on my birthday. I don't usually use language like this, but you all should know that you people stink. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Ringside Radio. This was our. Halloween special. It was full of spookiness and <laughs> ridiculous stories of about man. people dressed up like Macho Man. And twirling. Yeah, and twirling like the Macho Man in freezing weather. <laughs> so hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. And yeah, we'd love to see your wrestling Halloween costumes. If you dare dress up like Gold Dust. Or the Ultimate Warrior. Or the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> and we will definitely have a video up of Sloppy dressed as the Ultimate Warrior. You That's can be on the happen. lookout for that. <laughs> I don't think it will be rated PG. Yeah, that won't be happening. So thanks for <laughs> listening to Ringside. Rated R for <laughs>